I'm Mitch. I'm Keith. And this is the Layman's Term Show. The Layman's Term Show, where a couple lay people, not, not clergy, clergy, talk about where life and faith intersect and have some fun conversations. Hey, and we're back. Welcome oh. to the show. I'm flipping the sand flip it. today, Keith. Well, we got to reverse it. Then. Well, you always there flip you it. Flip it. Flippiently. Flippians. Flippiansly. Okay, we're back. All right, hey, here we are. It's another week. Another week. Another show. Another allergies are full full blast this week. That's why you're talking nicely. That's why I'm talking like this. Nicely. (laughs) Case talking nicely, and we're talking about the Holy Spirit. Week two, we're going to talk about the Holy Spirit again. Um, You know, the, uh, the most... The most uh, mysterious portion of the Trinity. Yeah. Kind of talking about like like knowing like head knowledge and heart knowledge. Yeah. Right? Like you can know about, you can believe in God. Mm-hmm. You can trust in the existence of God. Mm-hmm. You can know with your head um, of the probable existence of God and believe in that mm-hmm. and still yet not have had a spiritual encounter mm. possibly that gives you heart knowledge do you know of you the know spirit of God. this is going to be a terrible analogy i love analogies i despise bad ones all right you ready Here for we it go. let it rip. all right i don't really despise bad ones i created most of them <laughs> i look at it as like I'm uh, the ai generator of bad analogies <laughs> i look at it as like your teacher in high school or like middle school, right? Um, you spend all year with them. You feel like you know them. You know, they maybe share a little bit of personal information with you. Okay. You spend a lot of time with them. Oh yeah. Hours. Right. Hours and hours and hours. Uh, and then like you're in, you're in target and you're like, what? Well, that's what, that's what you look like when you, are, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, you 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 do wear sweats and a t shirt sometimes, and I didn't know you had three kids, and you know what I mean. Like, okay, okay. It's like it's like that kind of stuff. Like you can know somebody, you can spend hours with them, but then when you when you when you disconnect, um, we we had a really good um had a really good teacher growing up, who um who very very intelligent very very intelligent guy right taught English and um he lived on the beach like on on the beach right and so we you know when we graduated out of this class or whatever you know we realized you know you like we're on the beach and we're like yo yo is that is that mr hale you know whatever anyway so um so we got to know him a little bit outside of class uh that way and your your what you find out from people is just mind-blowing right like because you you have this relationship and then you, you know, you when you meet them in a different setting, sometimes they're a completely different person, right? Because of the professional setting and, mm-hmm. and personal setting, right? Um, and so I kind of think about, I kind of think about that a little bit with growing your relationship with God. Growing your relationship with God, you can have a it business start, relationship. Starts with out him. formal. Very formal, right? Like I gotta, I gotta go to church. I gotta pray. This is the prayer that I pray. 
you starts know, starts out formal. He's your science teacher, exactly. right? He's your science teacher. Yep. You're the student, yep. and then all of a sudden, oh man, he's also your football coach. He's also your football coach, <laughs> and then uh, he comes to your birthday party. Yeah, and then he drives the bus <laughs> on senior trip. <laughs> yeah, uh, can you tell I went to a tiny school? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, good analogy or horrible? Not bad. Analogy. Not, not bad. bad at all. All right, high five. I mean, high, high five. five. Bam. Uh, High five for... Uh, I think that's my first good analogy. Uh, I love it. I love ever. it. And especially for all our teacher listeners out there, Keith just compared you to God. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, you know, that's... It's an um, official teacher appreciation month. Yes. It's May. School's ending. School Take a break. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, what what is, you know, in, in that regard, my question for you would be... Um, you know, it, can you ever really know somebody fully and completely? You're married. I'm married. Spent a lot of time with our our spouses, yeah. right? Um, have have shared things with our spouse we wouldn't share with other people, and vice versa, right? Oh, I think we've had this conversation before. Have we? Not on the oh, air. On the air? Okay, no, great. not on the air. All right, good. No, I'm worried that we're gonna have it on the air now. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, so um, yeah, you're asking me if you ever like. Can full- you really know them because you're not them? Right, that's right. Like, you that's know what right. I mean? And so you you feel like you've grown to know them. You can know someone to the very open and honest fullness of the truth they're willing to share about themselves. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's the finite end of it. Yeah. Like I know that if I came home and took my socks off and threw them on the floor, that's going to make my wife mad. But I wouldn't know that if I came to your house and threw my socks on the floor. You, you should you should uh, make some assumptions in life. Wham! Um, Especially if they're like stick. Well, I'm not gonna like, throw like, them in your room or something. Like just stick to the floor. <laughs> no, I have a very bad habit of. Uh, so I don't wear shoes in the house. I don't like. I don't, and I don't know. I don't know why. You don't want to get your floors dirty. Well, I mean, that's that's saying that my feet are clean though. Um, like I, I'd rather, I guess I'd rather go outside. I'm kind of a barefoot per- person, anyways. That's like the other day, I weed eated barefoot. That's disgusting. Why? It's just so wrong to be barefoot. On so many or levels. to weed eat barefoot. The the running the old string trimmer barefoot. Yeah, like, barefoot. It was a nice day. Shauna got the, got the mower out, and I was like, no, hold on, hold on a minute. You're going to so, need, like, a power washer to clean your feet. <laughs> I did, I did. Um, uh, you know, so Shauna normally does the mowing and the weeding and everything. We had dinner, we had a very nice dinner. I think to answer and, your question, yeah, I think you can know everything about somebody. You just told me you weeded, weeded without yeah. shoot barefoot. You've never done that? No. And then and then afterwards, I... I have um, a hard time sprayed, going outdoors without jeans. Sprayed dandelions. You know, with the sprayer barefoot. Dude, dude. Yeah. Not okay. No, I made a path. I made a path. No. To do, and then I Not came okay. Back How's that not okay? I won't have dandelions on my feet. Dude. <laughs> this is public service announcement. Do not follow all the safety precautions and the MSDS sheets on all of your. <laughs> yes, do not do anything that I do. This is. I followed a path. It's okay. It'll be fine. We all got to die of something sometime. Anyway, anyway, coming back to it. Let's circle it back around. May the Holy, Holy Spirit, Spirit be with you. <laughs> May the Holy Spirit be with me. Jeez. 
Um, so no, I've, I've, I've had this, um, I've had this prevailing thought, um, my, my whole life and that I can remember, which isn't very far back. Um, you know, in, in one of the, now I'm, I'm like my, uh, philosophy, uh, teacher is like probably rolling over right now as I'm trying to remember, but one of the great, um, theories of, uh, philosophy, right? So you have, so it's idealism. So you have realism, idealism, right? Mm-hmm. And okay. in an idealism, um, you get, uh, I'm pretty sure it's Descartes, uh, who's, who, who goes through this complete like thing, right? Where he's like, okay, um, have you ever, have you ever walked into a room yes. and smelled something like cookies or something? And you're like, Ooh, that smells good. Who's making cookies? And people are like, no, we're not making cookies. I don't know what you're talking about. Right. So you smelled something that didn't exist, that didn't exist. Right. Okay. Um, or did you ever see something that wasn't there? Right. Yep. So a great example. When I was a kid, uh, watch Ghostbusters for the first time, went to go to bed, saw Slimer down the hallway coming at me, freaked me out so bad. I, screamed, passed out, fell down the stairs. Okay. Okay. Obviously Slimer was not in my hallway, right? So if you can see something or you can smell something or you can hear something or you can potentially feel something that's not there, then you can't trust your senses. Okay. All this could be fake. Correct. Okay. Uh but then what Descartes says is is uh in the in the final, you know, talking about existence, right? Like, well how do I know that I exist then if I you know uh he says I think therefore I am. Right. So because you know, because you can think internally, you can trust your existence. Right. Okay. Yes. I look at it the same way as like my spouse. I'm not really sure I can trust her existence I, in, 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 in a weird way um, that because you're not them and you can't be in their head all the time and understand everything that's going on. I can't really. You can't really trust that you have a full depth of knowledge Correct. of somebody else, right? And that's kind of what we're saying. Um, that's it, great. So then you're, and then you're just passing that on to, which I love to use our, um, our worldly relationships as a model for our eternal relationship. So um, I think we can only get glimpses, yeah, of God, yep. Um, the goodness of God through our regular relationships. Mm-hmm. So therefore, if we use our minimal ability to understand our very human and finite relationships, uh, project that onto our relationship with God, we have this very limited ability to understand our relationship with God. Yeah, and I, I would, I would, I would, I would jump to the conclusion, and this is going to be probably horrible theology. Um, that you hey, can here on layman's terms, no one's going to tell you that. <laughs> uh, if you read, if you read the Bible, you read the Gospels, right? That's like in my my thought process. That's like reading a biography. You can read a biography about JFK okay. or Lincoln or whoever, and get to know that individual mm-hmm. a little bit, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But that's not the end that you can't then be like, Oh, Hey guys, I read, uh, I read a biography about Mitch here. I know Mitch. You, well, you don't know that person, but you can make predictions you can about make me. Predictions about, you know, you can kind of like, maybe he would do this in this situation you or whatever. Develop, based off the, you could develop assumptions. Yep. Critical um, thinking would go into that. Right. Mm-hmm. Being able to read something and then 
you know, divine through the reading what um, what an individual would do. But to really get to know God, to really get to know, um, you know, Jesus is is beyond re- reading mm-hmm. the Bible about it. It's it's to your point having the relationship um, that then deepens deepens that over time. All right. So do you uh, do you fully understand the Trinity? No, no. I, I think I said this last week. I feel like um, I feel like there's two things uh, that you could sit your entire life and ponder, and probably not, and probably not come to a full grasp of of what it means. Yes. One is the Trinity. Yeah. The second one is, uh, I think, the crucifixion. So I think those two things, you can sit there and you can take it for face value, right? Like you can you can have a really routine understanding of, let's say, the crucifixion. Mm-hmm. You know, Jesus had to die to then be brought back to, you know, to, to yeah. come back to life. Okay, yeah, that's a really like routine analysis of it, right? It's like but mathematics, to, right? Yeah. Like one plus one is two. Like you get into it early on and you're like, all right, all this, yeah, this, okay, I can see how we got here, Yeah. right? But, but then to fully, fully- Get in there fully, really deep and understand, you know, like why he had to die that way, um, why, you know- the the understanding of um you know why couldn't god just come down and be like yo that's my boy and then back up right you know like that's horrible theology Uh, but you know what i mean like there's there's a bazillion other things that could have happened that could have gotten that point across right so um so why right and just just like you know and and i would say probably every year once a year I listen to somebody, whether it's whether it's our pastor or whether it's something else that I listen to, that just brings another facet to either either the Trinity or the crucifixion. That's just I'm just like I need like a month to haven't thought this of out. it that way before. Haven't thought yeah, of it that way before. You know what I, I mean? Haven't thought of it that way before. Yeah, and I just think those two things. I don't. You know, if if, if you pro tip, if you ever meet somebody that's like I got it figured out, they don't <laughs> <laughs> stay away from them. Right, like uh, I and I, I am. Um, so we're talking about the Holy Spirit, right? And my my uh, uh, layman interpretation of the Holy Spirit is uh, so so. God, the Son Jesus came down mm-hmm. to live. Mm-hmm. You know, God incarnate part. Part God, right? Yep, totally. I can I can get on board with that after forty some odd years of, of yep. thinking about it. Um, and then now that He's back in heaven, we get our interaction through this force called the Holy Spirit, right? Um, and there's examples in the Gospel of uh, the Holy Spirit, um, Jesus showing the um, the apostle, the disciples, the 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 Holy Spirit, right when when it came through the the village, and they all started speaking different languages and stuff like that, right? Um, but you hear a lot in 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 church, and uh, you hear a lot about Jesus, you hear a lot about God, but very, I think, rarely about the Holy Spirit. Yeah, probably in our in our circle and context. Um, yeah, I'm sure there's some. 
um, denominations that probably talk a little bit more about it, right? Yeah, way more about it. Um, But yeah, it's something hard to... I think in our context, too, just like you're speaking about, like, thinking, like, um, trying to understand with the head knowledge and the conceptualization of how all these cogs work together. Um, Something as um, complex as this, we really just get baffled. Yeah. And try to focus on the things we think we can understand. Mm -hmm. So... The uh, the creator aspect of God, like the genesis of all creation and how everything, um, pretty easy to get on board with the miraculous genius of an omnipotent creator that put it all in motion. Um, But then the inner workings of the Holy Spirit within your life as a guide, um, a giver of gifts, um, at your at your uh, giving you direction, at your will, like willing willing yourself to listen, to hear, yeah. to feel, to be influenced by, to be. Uh, Moved by and moved towards this force is um, we have a hard time getting beyond the getting beyond the head knowledge of it and um, allowing ourselves to be um, influenced. Now, right? Would you, would like, you, yeah, yeah. Is that is that yeah. where we're headed with yeah, this? Yeah, like, yeah. maybe that's the hard part. We have a yeah. hard time being. We have a we have a hard time giving over control. Well, I think I think um, when you're talking about um, uh, your senses, sight, hearing, mm-hmm. smelling, feeling, right? Spidey. Um, now, you, gut instinct, right? Like this this other instinct of like, you know, um, you know, you hear you hear stories of. You know, I take this way home all the time. I just didn't feel right walking down this street mm-hmm. or whatever, so I took a different street. Uh, sure enough, there was somebody mugging people on that street, right? Like this, this gut, this really uh, crucial instinct—not like hmm, what should I have for dinner, but you know, this really crucial instinct. Um, how do you how do you define whether that's something that is just uh, an innate character of? perception and Mm -hmm. and stimulus that's happening a subconscious a subconscious algorithm of data collection that produces a a fight or flight exactly scenario or maybe the holy spirit working through you i don't think the holy spirit led the other people down the no alley to get to get mud so but if you're not listening at the same time right the 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 thing is is that um If you're, I actually had a really, I had a really good friend in high school, um, that, you know, uses this metaphor. And I'm sure a lot of people have used this metaphor before, right? Like he wasn't, um, you know, a genius or anything, but, uh, it's like, God is like somebody knocking on your door. You got to open it up. First, you got to hear the knock. Right. Um, 
there's there's a lot of times where like our our doorbell doesn't go off for whatever reason and the kids are like trying to open the door i'm like what are you doing and somebody's at the door right well if i didn't hear it in the first place then Mm -hmm. i can't answer the door right if i'm not expecting if i'm not expecting anyone to come yep right then i'm not really listening for for the the door door. exactly and so it's got to be something that gets you know this is my attention metaphor for the day Right? Someone's got to get my attention. It's got to be a loud knock at my door for me to open it up. And even then, I'm going to kind of peek out the curtain a little bit or look through the peephole, see who it is before I open it up. And then, after I've opened it up, I may not invite the person in or not. Right? Hmm. And so, for me, it's it's not about what God didn't do for someone else or what the Holy Spirit didn't do for someone else. Because you you don't, you know, just go back to what we we're talking about before. You don't know that person. You, there's no really way to understand, mm-hmm. right? And so if you're not if you're not open to and have a relationship yes. with God to begin with, if you're not open, you're not gonna hear if you're not open knock. to the existence of God, if you're not open to his ability to interact with us on a human level, if you're not open to the continual possibility of influence by the Holy Spirit, yep. you will be resistant to all those um, encounters, impossible encounters and I, that, that yeah. present themselves. And I'm so just going to say- So by being resistant to it, you're, you're preventing, yeah. preventing- And the, you may not think that you're resistant to it, right? And so like my, my biggest- um, what really makes me the most sad, right, is when is when somebody can't understand where you're at in having a relationship with God, and they've never had that relationship, and that that either then they blame God for it. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. Or they're like, well, I tried. So the must, you're crazy. You must not be like, I don't understand how to play the piano. I mean, I understand the basics of it. Ding, ding, ding. But I can't play the piano. I can't play a song. So when you hear somebody playing Mozart or Beethoven, there's no way that I could fully understand how they could sit down and do that. But it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean without time and patience and maybe a little talent that I couldn't do it either. Right. And I think that, I think that that's what, that's what makes me the most sad and the most frustrated when talking to some people is that, you know, evangelistically their roadblock to faith is is a lack of faith is themselves. Yeah. And it's it's frustrating. The roadblock to the only roadblock to having amazing faith is a willful decision to not have any. Hold on. Right? Yes. Right? Okay. Is that what you. you're I'm saying? Yeah, I had to backtrack. I'm yeah. trying to process that. I mean, I, like, I mean I'm on yeah. board. I'm on board. I with mean, you. my thing is like you you are your own worst enemy in every situation in every situation in life. You are your own worst enemy. Right? Like 
I mean, I you, mean, unless you're getting chased by a bear or something. <laughs> well, did, <laughs> what, is, uh, um, what did C3PO say? Curse my immortal body. You know, like if I'm getting chased by a bear, I'm probably getting eaten. Let's just be honest. And I'll, and I'll curse not going to the gym and learning oh, how to run so faster. So you would have been your own worst enemy. would have been okay. my own worst enemy in that situation, right? But you are your own worst enemy, right? Um, the doubt, the fear, the 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 hate right that comes from you that doesn't come from anyone else right yeah, your your ability or inability to process it metabolize it get it out of your system uh direct it forgive use it. yeah see our series on forgiveness mm, it's a good one um the, your inability to forgive as you say metabolize and process out those negative emotions not not to not have them in the first place but to recognize that you're having them process them out and move on with life um is you is your ability to do it and it has think, nothing to do with what happened to you or what somebody else did it, it has everything to do I with think you your ability i think what you're saying is your ability your ability to make those steps, to make those progressions, to process that, your ability to do that hinges on your ability to accept yeah. that you can't on your own without help from God via the Holy Spirit. So if you're unwilling- Or a licensed counselor can also help in some situations. Just if something bad happens, go see a counselor. Go ahead. Sorry. Right. Um, but that's spiritually speaking. Yeah. When we're hung up on something, mm -hmm. our roadblock is our lack of faith in God's ability in the situation, not our not God's inability, our lack of faith in the ability. I think, I think, I, yeah, I think it's twofold. I think it's, I think it's um, our lack of, our lack of faith, right? Like Peter walking out on the water to meet, to meet Jesus, right? That lack of faith in that moment caused him to sink, right? Um, I also think it's our lack of, I, th I also think that it could be, uh, the other part is the lack of our understanding of God's plan, right? And that we may want something, but that may not be that may not be part of the plan. And so I think it's that it's that twofold, right? You you can feel you have all the faith in the world, and you could have all the faith in the world, but what you want still may not happen because of it's not it doesn't fit the plan that none of us know about, right? Um, and so I, I I'm just like. I just think about people in my life um, that I run across on a daily basis who will claim that they're they're spiritual, right? They're on well, I'm spiritual. I believe in existence, but you know, I don't really know. So, well, I mean that that's that's well, that's where faith comes in. So you're not really spiritual. You recognize that there's probably somebody. Something, something, some power, right? But you're not hearing the knocking. Like you recognize somebody could someday come to your door, but you don't. You don't recognize that they're already there, you know. And I think that's the 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 frustrating part for me is because 
you want to be able and, and, and to circle it back, you want to be able to share with them your experience. Um, but you can't because they can't know you like that. You know what I mean? Like they can't, they can't feel what you felt. They can't hear what you've heard. They can't see what you've seen. So you can try to explain it to them, but it just doesn't, it doesn't work, you know? And dude, even trying to like explain it to some people that have felt it before is sometimes impossible because you just, you can't, we can't experience what each other has experienced. Hey, man, this is a way better discussion <laughs> than what was planned. <laughs> you know, and the sands of time are running down. Yeah. And there's a lot there to digest. So I'm going to, I'm going to leave it. I'm going to leave it and you can, you can um, interject if you want. Uh, I'm going to leave it with, if you're at a point where you've you're trying the faith thing out right you're 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 going to church you're reading the bible you're you're doing other stuff but you just can't make this bridge and you can't make this connection uh i'm going to go back to my old um one of the first podcasts or one of the firsts is that you you have to really you have to really spend intentional time in quiet in peace not with other things going on, not with a movie playing, not while reading a book, not while the kids are playing Jenga on the floor, right? Um, quiet time somewhere in peace, listening, right? And just inviting the Holy Spirit to come into the room, inviting that Holy Spirit to come and interact with you, and then don't do anything, Try not to think about anything, but just that wish, just that, that, you know, that, that prayer, right? And that's all you, just do it. Do it. It's going to take more than one time. It's going to take more than five minutes, but do it and mean it from your heart. And, uh, I think that's how you start. Increase your commitment. Lower your expectations. Lower your expectations. I agree. Look at that. Boom. Time's up. Time's up. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week.